We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We go to the fifth inning. Red Sox having some fun. They've hit five home runs and lead 6 nothing. And we want to welcome one of the heroes of the 2004 World Championship, the man who got the last out, pitched the final inning. It was so good throughout the entire yeah, postseason, Keith Folk. Great to see you, Folky. Well, thank you for having me. It's uh, making the rounds here and beautiful day at the ballpark, so... Couldn't be happier. And you were in the Legends box today. Yeah, Legends box. I just did a couple innings with uh, with Nesson. So you'll have more fun here. <laughs> Always. I listen to you guys all the time on uh, you know on the satellite radio. So oh, it's, thank you. I'm in Arizona. I feel like I'm at home. <laughs> Arizona, Maine, New Hampshire, Wyoming. Ball for a strike <laughs> to Torinos. You really you traveling that much? Yeah, it's you know after being a big leaguer for so long, it's like I. I don't like to be in one spot too long. I like to move around and, you know, see the world and, and stay busy. And yesterday you were in Cooperstown uh, playing in that Hall of Fame game. How was that? Uh, really enjoyed it. You know, uh, Wade Boggs is one of our Hall of Fame coaches, so I got to talk to him a little bit and, uh, you know, see a few players that, uh, you know, I played against. And I did pitch one inning. Didn't hit anybody and it didn't get hurt. So my goals were <laughs> my goals were achieved. Does Wade eat the fried chicken even before that kind of game? Uh, I didn't see his pregame meals. <laughs> I mean, I know we all I think we all know the beverage he prefers. Right. Oh yeah. They they did not allow that because I was looking for a couple to loosen loosen the mind. Call strike three to Chirinos. He's out of three pitches and uh, yeah, that's a tough place to pitch because that's a short porch. What is it? Two ninety six to right and. Uh, well, le down. left field is real short. Uh, right field's pretty normal, but you know it's amazing. Some of these guys who haven't swung a bat, Bobby Abreu, home run contest, hit zero home runs. Wow! He comes out first two swings of the games, he hit balls in the trees. <laughs> you know, it's like you forget they're we're old, but some of these guys can still turn the turn the dial up and, and do it. There's uh, Mateo taking low, but you can hit somebody's house there. Oh, a window. I, home run derby. These guys are still hitting balls in the tops of the trees. And I'm like, do these people have separate insurance? <laughs> and the, the one the one umpire was all retired state troopers tell me, oh, they know this day is coming. Ground ball hit the short. Bogart surrounds it nicely. Ooh. Fires. Got him. What a play. Oh, Xander to his right. Got rid of it quickly. And a bang-bang play at first gets Mateo. Two quick outs here. He's so fluid over there. This makes it look so easy. That's a tough play. Really works out. He's the guy, if you're a pitcher, you want the ball hit to him. Right? Oh, the game absolutely. The you know what? It's like this infield that we're throwing out right now, it's like that's they're, they're, they make a huge difference. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, the entire defense. We have great players at every position. How about the outfield defense? Yeah. So, you know, you're, you're putting Kike out there, and you got uh, Jackie back, and it's like, I mean, you throw it out there and let him go get it. Ball one missing away to Cedric Mullins. Grounded out three to one and struck out. Look, we visit with Keith Folk. Save the 2004 uh, final game of the World Series and had such a great postseason, low and away, especially that X rating game against the Yankees. But, you know, the season on the line, that was real pressure. Yeah, and, you know, I, I tell people it's like I had failed in previous playoffs with different ball clubs. There's a fly ball to the left field toward the wall, and it's going to catch some green above the CVS sign. It's a double for Mullins as Cordero got it in quickly. Yeah, so, you know, I tell people that the failure is a great motivator. You know, it's like it's you never want to be embarrassed, but when you're doing it in the playoffs on a national stage, it's like, all right, at some point this has to stop. You know, I have to stop making mistakes, stop overpitching, and just do what you know how to do. And you were more than a one-inning guy in that Yankee series. Oh, I, I, throughout my entire career, it's like I thrived on being able to pitch more. Hmm. It's, I was a pitcher. You know, I never considered myself a closer. I wanted to be a pitcher. Booming double for Mullins. Here's Mancini who's doubled and drawn a walk. And it's outside. Uh, you like the great Trevor Hoppin relied on a changeup as one yeah. the best pitch. Yeah, so early in my career I got traded to uh, to the White Sox and then you know had uh, Frank Thomas, we had Albert Bell, we had Robin Ventura, great Hall of Fame style or, uh, type hitters. And I asked Frank one day, I was like, you know, what's the hardest thing for you to see? And he told me it's the front to back. It's the hardest thing for a hitter to see, and that's where it's like I developed, you know, good control at the fastball, and the changeup, you know, was the hardest thing for them to pick up as the hitter. Strike the Mancini. You got a lot of swings and misses on a fastball that was what 89 and 91. Yeah. A lot of strikeouts that way. Foul to the right out of play. Yeah. When people ask me what my best pitch was, I tell them my control was my best pitch. Hmm. Being able to set hitters up. You know, have them looking one spot, throw a completely different pitch to a completely different area, you know, because I believe that hitters can't cover both sides. You know, you want to keep them guessing and, you know, figure out inside, outside, fast or slow. One-two pitch coming to Trey Mancini with a runner at second and two down. And he takes a little outside. Two and two. Now you had some great years with the White Sox before you got here. Yeah, that's one thing, you know, I, I love that I'm remembered for that 04 team, but, you know, I had some really solid years with the White Sox that I'm really proud of. And with Oakland in 03, especially 2-2, fouled around the batter's box. Yeah, Oakland was a, was a fun time, and I always like to remind people in 03 when they talk about losing to the Yankees, I'm like, you, sh you shouldn't even been there. You know, if we <laughs> yeah. don't come in here and actually, you know, really messed things up it should have been us we were 2-0 and we came in here and absolutely just threw three games away best of five series then 2-2 Mancini fouls it out of play remember Ortiz hit a ball up by the wall that could have been caught and that turned that series around yeah you know we had Eric Burns and, and Tech got together and didn't tag the plate we had uh Remember our shortstop's name got picked off a third or something, and it's like uh, we just Tejada, right? Yeah, Miguel Tejada. Yeah, we just we made a lot of silly errors that cost us that series. Two-two pitches grounded foul, and of course D. Low 
came out of the bullpen, Derek Lowe. Yeah, you know, he's he was pretty good back then, you know, <laughs> throwing that power sinker, and he just, you know, shoved it up our tails. So. We see him in Florida now where he plays golf about four times a day. Yeah, I think he plays golf nonstop. If the sun's <laughs> up, he's out beating it around. Two balls, two strikes, two out. Runner at second. This will be the 83rd pitch for Pavetta. He's stranded four so far, and he's taking high ball three. Well, Keith, you go to fantasy camp every year, and you love to catch. You catch every inning of the pro camper games. Yeah, that's one thing. You know, I, I came up or, you know, going through high school and stuff, and, you know, I pitched shortstop, but I love catching. I wanted to catch in high school or in college. You know, my college coach is like, now nah, we got an all-state guy coming in. You're not going to catch. There's a high pop-up in the shallow right field, and the Royal fighting the sun, coming hard. He slides, and he dropped it. And a run scores. He didn't see that for a long time. Then I think he found it, and he had to come in and slide. Fell out of the glove. It's a tough sun out there right now. Yeah, I, I'm guessing Story's telling him right now, hey, I'm sorry, I think Story's got to be there for that ball. But I was just wondering, flag at half mass, you know, do they know which way the you know the wind? Yeah, actually the wind, the flag above us we can't see is yeah. a true indicator, but doesn't seem to be hmm. that windy. I think it was more of the sun there. Yeah, I mean he he called for it and thought it was coming right to him, and then he really had to kick it into overdrive yeah. to get there and just couldn't hang on. They'll break for a pitcher when they score that a hit. Here's a ground ball hit to the shortstop side, grab actually the second base side where the shortstop's playing, Ooh. and Santander might have hurt himself on that swing. He's thrown out 6 3. He's hunched over about 10 feet down the first baseline. To say what happened, maybe a hip or something on He's that. He's looking swing. at his hands. Yeah, someone's his hand. I don't know if that bat broke. Yeah, in his it sort hand of sounded and, like it might have. Yeah. The splitter in his finger. Could well be. Trainer's coming out. Brandon Hyde, the manager. The out goes 6 to 3. They do get a run. We'll continue with Keith in a moment. After four and a half, it's 6-1 Boston on the Shaw's Edge Star Market, WEEI Red Sox Network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 6-1 Red Sox lasted the fifth. The ball lost in the sun. But did their only run. It was an RBI double credited to Mancini. And we finally have a new pitcher. Sedlock called up yesterday after Zimmerman gave up five home runs. Ball went inside to JD. I know you've never had that feeling, give up five home runs, but you got to feel for a guy like that. I not five. I think three is my max. <laughs> In your days as a starter. No, that was as a reliever, unfortunately. In the big leagues. <laughs> ball one to JD. You single the left end, struck out, and he takes a breaking ball low, visiting with. Keith Folk will always be remembered in Red Sox annals. We shared that bottle cap opener. Oh, <laughs> still. <laughs> that was fun. We're joined at the hip in that regard. Yeah. What a thrill for all of us. 2-0 is a strike called over the Can outside corner. Can I just corner. say, Keith, 
on behalf of Joe. You made the most important moment and call of his life easy, which is the most important thing. Just a comebacker. It was right to yeah. you. He could not a check swing, not a weird call down the lines. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, There's was nothing close. And yeah, yeah. Trust me, I still. It's. I, I love it. Yeah. There's times I'll pop that bottle opener just to listen to it and be reminded. <laughs> you and Wade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it never raises. A two-one pitch goes low, three and one. And You've been uh, asked about it a million times, but what's going through your mind on the mound in that moment? Uh, you know, I, I tell people, and I don't know if they believe me or not, but it was so in the moment, you know, right? And I, I get I get nervous doing the legend suite with the camera on me and throwing out first pitches. I mean, I, I swear, I, I promise, I was as calm as I could be. Hmm. You know, it doesn't help. It doesn't hurt that we're up 3-0 in the series. Right. You know, right. I think it was a three-run lead in the game. Yeah, three nothing. Uh, it's like you know what? But like I said, it's like I was I was in the moment and uh, just get the job done. And you know, being a parent now, watching my kids play, <laughs> it's so much easier to be on the field uh -huh. doing it. Watching it, I'm a nervous wreck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm out of my mind. And your son's playing here, uh, three and two pitch first up. Uh, Coming to J.D. Martinez here. And he swings and drives a high foul first base side. Your son's with the Brockton Rocks in the Futures League, huh? Yeah, so he's joining the Rocks here in a couple days, and uh, it's a pretty exciting lineup. They have Gary Sheffield or Sheffield's kid and uh, Manny Ramirez Jr. and D'Angelo Ortiz. So it's wow. it's uh, it's quite the the, the lineup they're throwing That's out great. there. What it is your son's first name? It's uh, Cade. K-A-D-E, no lefty. 3-2 is grounded up the first base side like a swinging bunt picked up by the catcher. Chirinos then almost hit him in the head with a throw, but he's out at first as Mountcastle comes up. See, with Joe, it. you didn't want that for the last out of the World Series. That kind no. of play right there? Yeah, no. It's awkward. comebacker was <laughs> an underhand to first. <laughs> so your son is a power lefty? Oh, I wouldn't say power lefty. <laughs> yeah. He's out, uh, like I talked about earlier, we're teaching him how to pitch. You know, he's throwing, uh, you know, mid-80s right now. So I'm sure as he gets older and stronger, he'll, he'll yeah. start throwing a ball, ball harder. But really try to preach that the pitching first and velocity is, is just a plus. But he's only 18. So where's he going to go when school starts? Yeah, so he's uh, he's going to Galveston Junior College down in Texas. Uh, that's where I went to school. So it. You know, it, it makes it nice and go back there and, and be part of the program and be around my roots. Ball one missing low and away. Did he get to know D'Angelo Ortiz and Manny he, Jr.? He actually played with D'Angelo and Manny on a uh, uh, one of those prep teams. Hmm. Uh, you know, I uh, can't remember the name of the league, but down in Florida, they played and they won a, a tournament down oh. in Florida, the MLK tournament down in Florida. So, yeah, he got to spend uh, about a week with them. Outstanding. One and one is Xander going to make contact with that pitch. The right-hander deals, and he swings and pops a foul out of play. All right, Keith, so you know, fine. In the moment when you're about to win the World Series for the first time in 86 years, you're calm. What about right after? What about the clubhouse? And then especially coming back to Boston and yeah. seeing with your own eyes what it meant to all these people. Yeah. Well, like I tell people, you know, it's like, I really believe, you know, I was calm on the mound. As soon as I let that ball go, when I turned and looked at Jason, you probably tell the pitchers, I mean, it was yeah. literally the world fell off of my shoulders. Soft flare in the right field. It's stopped out there by Odor, but he has no play. And that'll be a hit for Xander, who's now two for three, double his last time up. Did he say anything, or was it just screaming? 
Do you remember what Jason said to you when you embraced? Oh, I have no idea. You're right. You know, I, I said a few things, you know, and I turned to him just like for myself. I'm like, you know, it's like the, it's like we did it, you know, and, and I just wanted to get to him. And, and when he jumped up, it's like he was, you know, he was a feather. That was no problem. When, when McCavish got there, it's like, okay, it's heavy. And my only thought was, don't go down. <laughs> I didn't want to be on the bottom of the dog pile, so yeah. I'm fighting to stay up. Well, you should have taken the ball from him, too. Yeah, you weren't conscious where the ball uh, was, were you? Uh, well, I, I like to tell people, we don't worry about the ball. The ball's in a safe place. That's in Cooperstown. Yeah, where it should be. Yeah, <laughs> Is there some doubt about that? <laughs> I saw the ball that they have in Cooperstown the other day. It looks good. I, I got to hold it. <laughs> Ball strike. Will you throw it? Moving on. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Next question. Uh, 0-1 is Story, who's fly to center and drawing a walk as we visit with Keith Folk. He retired for a time and then came back, right, to play in the major leagues? Yeah, you know, it's one of those things where after the, you know, the highs of the 4 season and, and struggling so bad with my, with my body in 05 and 06, uh, you know, I signed a, a nice deal with Cleveland to go be, you know, be one of their pitchers, and I was packing. You know, cars were in spring training. We had house in spring training. House in Cleveland were already rented. I was packing, and I literally broke down. Mm. I mean, I, I started bawling in the closet. I was, I was so mentally done that I was like, I couldn't do it. I went out and told the wife at the time, just got married. I'm like, hey, I'm not going, and everybody was just like, blown away. But as soon as I made the decision, I wasn't going. I started to feel better. I started kind of that mental recovery, and I went to have surgery on my elbow uh, to get that fixed that summer and, you know, came back and played one more year with Oakland and tried to play. I played in the Atlantic League in 09 and tried to make it happen, but it was just – it wasn't there. So it's like turn in your stuff and, like, you know, it's going to be so a So you felt be better dad. about leaving at that point when you knew – Oh, it was yeah. no question at that point. The, the game was done with me. Well, that's certainly an outstanding career. We're so happy that a good part of it was spent right here. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's the only reason why I invited back. You got one good year and <laughs> proud to be part of that team. 1-2 is taken low. Well, I mean, you've worked with so many people, including Red Sox minor leaguers, and that the experience you just talked about, I'm sure that that is a big part of your teaching these kids. It's not just what you do when you're on the mound, but the, the mental component of this thing is so important. Absolutely, because, you know, you're out here for three hours a day. The time that you're a ball player, you know, is the other, you know, 21 hours a day. And, and a, a big part of the struggle that's never talked about is the struggle that you have with relationships and travel and, you know, and, and having the pressure of being a ball player. It's you have to be mentally strong just like you have to be physically mm -hmm. strong. And, uh, strike three. Like you said, that was, a, that was a big part of my, you know, we talked about off the field all the time. You know, in the minor leagues, because you have to be able to to balance being a ball player and being a husband, a father, you know, boyfriend, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But it's a, it's a balance. So Cody Sedlock gets his first strikeout, two down, and here's Vasquez, who's doubled and rounded into a four-six-three double play. Must have been reassuring to pitch with Jason Veritek, such a rock behind home oh. plate. You know what, I was really fortunate. I had great catchers my entire career, and that was one thing I never had to worry about. Mm. You know, I never had to worry about fighting with the catcher on what to throw, what not to throw. The defensive part of it was 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 top notch, and you know, it's like Forrest Gump says, let's that's one less thing. You know, so all in one to Vasquez who missed the first pitch, Sedlock 
Was called up yesterday from AAA and delivers its foul to the backstop. I'm glad you went with that. I thought you were going to say I was shot in the buttocks. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see that. <laughs> I'm a huge Forrest Gump fan, so I can, we could can do this all day. <laughs> we have fun every time um, we see the Braves because Dansby Swanson's Twitter handle is at Lieutenant Dansby. Oh, yeah? Oh, well, there you go. It's, it's got a little kick to it. Pretty good player, too. All in two. Vasquez, who's been hot, awaits and he swings and pops a foul off first. Close. It stands Mountcastle, but it's out of play. Did you uh, think about underhanding the first, or was it just where the ball was located on that last out? No, 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 no. There was uh, there was no chance of me throwing that ball overhand because <laughs> you know you watch it and that, people don't know, but first of all, I was really shocked that he swung at the ball because it was really just a lazy fastball up in the zone. Huh. So when, when a pitcher throws, you it's like you know if you're going to have action or not. And he swung and he surprised me. And uh, Pujols hit that ball five hole on me to start the inning. And so as soon as I saw the ball contact, I'm like, no way it's getting by. I jump. I mean, the ball didn't even need to jump. I snow cone the ball. <laughs> and it's like I run over there. And my one thought was, I mean, you probably guess it. Don't, don't screw this don't up. Throw it away. Yeah. <laughs> don't screw this up. <laughs> so I kind of pump once. And I'm like, maybe one more step. And then as soon as I let it go, and then that's you know, that's when everything Man. switched into hyperspeed and the world changed for me. And for Red Sox Nation, you made people so much more relaxed now. They don't have to hear where you were with Bucky Dent. And there's a drive oh, to right good. field toward the pesky pole that's going to end up short fouling into the stands. It, it just relaxed people in New England, I think. You didn't have to hear where you were with Bucky at the home run or yes. <laughs> Aaron Boone or any of that. Yeah, definitely didn't want to be part of that, you know, and I, I take pride in, you know, like I said, being a part of that staff and that team. It's, uh, you know, we made it interesting, but, you know, the end of the book always reads the same. You know, we got it done. Can you believe it? Just like they had to change the ending of the movie right. fever pitch fever pitch and you know that was funny when they were in st louis with us and next thing you know they're running around the field and christian fouls it off the catcher's shin guard yeah, just another heartbreaking story about the red sox losing <laughs> and like they had, to, whoop, they had to flip the page and redo it all of a sudden drew barrymore is running from center field in <laughs> We've seen Kevin Millar some, you know, he's done a couple of telecasts and yeah, I mean, you'll never forget the quote around the cage before game four. Yeah, it's, you know what, and it's how great of a story is it that, you know, of course, Kevin is going to be heard. There's no doubt about it, <laughs> but they captured it, you know, and then they captured on film and, and, and all of a sudden it comes true. But for players, that's exactly right. You know, the pressure was off. We either win and continue or we pack our stuff and go home. Line drive on the right field line, yet another Ooh. hit for Vasquez. Xander rounding second on his way to third. He's being waved home. Here comes the relay from Odor, and it's too late. Xander scores standing. Throw gets away, but is backed up by the pitcher, and the Red Sox lead it 7-1. Christian Vasquez, 2 for 3 today, and is now 9 for his last 17. Well, brilliant job there by Carlos Fable. He's coming all the way down the line, waiting for the last minute to see how it would get dug out in the corner, and he gave him the windmill. You know, it's interesting. I I've never seen a guy ever score at home on close plays more often without sliding than Xander Bogarts does. <laughs> he reads it well. I don't know what the umpires are talking about here. Maybe the ball down to the right field corner. I'm just not sure. I don't think a fan touched it. No, I don't think it was even close. So 
any kind of interference at first possibly. Oh, maybe. Yeah. They're going to give him third. Okay, yeah, I guess he got entangled with the first baseman. Mountcastle and crew chief uh, Marvin Hudson's over there with the home plate umpire to explain it to Hyde, the manager. So Vasquez will get third. The interference call or obstruction. And anyway, it's 7-1 Red Sox as Vasquez drives in his 20th run. So Millar is going to be heard. The pressure's off. And you guys just let it rip. Yeah. You know, it's like you, you continue to play by winning or you pack your stuff and go home. So the pressure was off us at, at that point. You know, the story is already written that we Red Sox lose again. So, you know, every break went our way. We played good ball, got great pitching. The pitching turned around. And all of a sudden, you know, we started to get those breaks, you know, that, that went our way instead of the opponents. Yeah, the ball Tony Clark hit to climb the wall, became a ground rule double instead of scoring the yeah. runner. I thank first. him. <laughs> <laughs> that saved my bacon, I'll tell you that. And Curtis Laskanik, how about him? The last game he ever pitched as a big leaguer, and he comes out in extra innings and yeah. slams the door. I mean, he went a couple innings, I think. Strike one to Dahlbeck, so. I'd apparently accepted the explanation. Not that he was going to change it, but runner at third and two down, and a seven to one Red Sox lead. They've had ten hits. Ball back Homer to start the scoring in the second inning, a two-run homer, then hit a fly ball to center. And he swings and doesn't get an off-speed pitch down and away. Slider missing. Seven to one Red Sox in the fifth. So you're going to get a chance to see uh, Cade pitch in a couple, couple of games here? Yeah, probably not this trip because it's probably going to take him a couple days to get ready. There's a hard ground ball to the shortstop. Mateo bobbles it, picks it off, throws, and he still got him to retire the side. Red side settle for one. Kifo, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, good luck to your son, and uh, great to have you back here in Boston again. Oh, thank you. Yeah, let me know if you need me back. I enjoy this. It's awesome. Time. So after fives, it's 701 Red Sox on the Shaw's and Star Market, WEE Red Sox Network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.